Hello and welcome to my fetch. So, many people, millions of people, myself included, have been um, wanting for uh, a long time now for there to be indictments, charges, and trials for those people, those folk who we know are basically caught red-handed and intimately, deeply, and even peripherally involved in the ongoing coup attempt against our duly and legitimately elected president, Donald J. Trump, and all the fabrications and fraud and manipulation and illegality that has gone into trying to frame him and frame a narrative around um, purely, uh, let's say, process and procedural actions that have had no issue. There's been nothing wrong. Okay, you know, from phone calls to Russian collusion to Spygate to all these things that have gone on that have yielded zilch zero nada. A few of his personal contacts have faced, um, uh, have, you know, either pleaded or um, been sentenced to unrelated actions, some of them before he was even campaigning. So we'll put those uh, people and those charges and those prison terms aside for a moment. Um, and, and, and it's, it's gotten to the point now with these violent, uh, the violent democratic stormtroopers that are taking to the streets of some cities and towns in America. And, and there's been as a result murders and maimings, um, and people getting hurt from, you know, old, old men being smashed with bricks and smashed in the face to women being attacked, to judges being attacked, judges, families being murdered, um, just Everything, from regular civilians to people who you would think are protected public figures, being harassed outside the RNC, being threatened, threatened with rape, threatened with um, death, um, being called horrific names, which, you know, can be considered verbal assault, but, I mean, you know, the least of it. So, what I think, and this is all based upon total conjecture that's born in my mind... It is not a conspiracy theory, it is a conspiracy hypothesis. A theory would have had some element in a scientific method of being able to prove this, which I don't have. So, anyone who wants to um, dismiss this as conspiracy theory, I concur. It's a conspiracy hypothesis born purely out of my mind, looking at the world and seeing what is going on. The radical left, Antifa, and BLM that's born out of it, which is just a just a bumper sticker slogan that has no meaning behind it. I think I've addressed this before in a prior session um, about their total lack of any kind of development of any white paper, any legislation, any uh, endorsement of candidates, any uh, legislation that they've supported, nuances that they want removed, combing through legislation they don't like, prison reform, looking at what things Trump has done, what they specifically don't like. Their website is just a babble, booble, babble of nothingness that basically wants to do away with the family structure, which has already hurt black people irre irrevocably over the past 70 
um, 80 years, okay? Um, I mean, the black family had better structure under slavery than they have had in the modern era. I mean, that's actually a statement I would stand by. Not, not between, let's say, maybe, let's say, 1900 and 1950. Maybe the, uh, the black family was more secure, maybe even 1960. Um, I'd have to look at some data, but I mean, since then and since the advent of abortion, the advent, advent of uh, financial slash uh, social services and the encouragement of the government uh, and then government policies that are the encouragement, sorry, the encouragement of the government to uh, replace uh, the man of the household or at least one parent with uh, government funded assistance because that's basically what it was. You can live without a man, you can live as one parent and we will provide you the um, commensurate, uh, you know, subsidy of income that will replace that man. Um, and, uh, you know, hard not to look at that in the micro and think, well, that is a solution to my problem. But when that continues for decades and decades, the harm is uh, very clear, um, even if it's anecdotal. Um, so, um, so BLM is... is um, is a fraud organization, and I've done a deep dive on that. I probably should go into more detail. It would probably require video, which I'm not prepared to do right now, but uh, they're a nothing organization. So these radical left, the Antifa, BLM, um, they've provided nothing of any kind. They want to destroy the uh, traditional family. And I would even say any two-parent family. You know, I, I would, it's, it's not, I, I'm not, um, I'm not overly zealous about, um, about a, um, you know, a, uh, let's say a, you know, gay family, but um, two dads or two moms is perfectly legitimate. It's not like, I, I don't, meaning I don't support it in the sense that I believe people are better off with a mom and dad, but there are certainly two dads that are better than a lot of mom and dads. There are certainly two dads that are better than one dad. There are certainly two moms that are better than one mom or one dad. It depends upon that particular couple and that particular individual. What are their um, what are their what is their approach? What is their what is their love? What is their financial means? What is their um, their structure? What's their job? Their employment? Their their social um, uh, norms and 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 uh, actions and you know being aware of behavior and cognition. Okay, so if two people, you know, maybe maybe I'll even backtrack what I just said a minute ago. Two people are going to be better to raise a family than is one person almost always. And don't get me wrong, plenty of solo and single moms and dads out there that are doing a bang-up job. I'm not trying to insult anyone here. I'm just saying that it is... Taking away the family structure is not a good thing for America and not a good thing for children. But BLM doesn't care about children. Okay, let's move on because what I really wanted to get to is that the reason I got into that little rabbit hole is because I'm saying that BLM and these far-left organizations have no interest in America, Americans, kids, black lives, any kind of lives. Okay? So why are they not being taken to task and why are we not showing more force and why are these cities not calling in the National Guard and Trump? And we all know that's a political thing. Why is Trump not... Um, not um, declaring an um, insurrection you know, riot or insurrection act to put these down, despite it's not really being used um, um, often throughout American history. And here's what I think. Obama took that $1.5 billion in cash and sent it to Iran in airplanes. Cash. Untraceable. Not going to ever be traced. No one knows the serial numbers. 
It's sitting in a vault somewhere in Iran. And this is what I think is part of it. Now, again, Soros, we all know, has plenty of money, him and his son, and there's plenty of other people around the world that are contributing to this. They don't need necessarily George Soros. George Soros doesn't need them. They're all just in cahoots together. It's basically a cabal of, you know, a few thousand people around the world that are involved in this, okay? The funding is not important. It's not so important because the money's there. Like, it's not like anyone's going to go broke. Okay, you have people that are worth billions and billions of dollars. The cost, even though it's this is coordinated, right? They're saying now that people were getting on planes to go to Kenosha, and they have evidence now. Bill Barr just said today there's evidence that people were getting on planes from California, Chicago, and there was another state, and I forgot. California, Chicago, oh, and Portland. Okay, they were then going out to Kenosha because they're already experienced. They already know what to do. They have their scripts. They have their techniques. They have their tactics. They have their strategies. And the philosophy is already there, which is destroy America. Okay? So from that $1.5 billion, Obama is looking his finger and pulling off bills. Where is that money going? This is my hypothesis. It's going to Hamas and Hezbollah. It's going to Europe. It's going homebound, back to the United States, to Antifa and BLM. And $1.5 billion, in case people don't realize, even though we hear about billionaires every single day and stocks in the billions and people making a billion here and a billion there, and, you know, Jeff Bezos is worth $200 billion. A billion dollars is a shit fuck of money, pardon my French. That, that's a... That's... A million millions. Sorry, I just paused there for a second. It's really, it's, it's not a million millions. It's, oh yeah, it's a million millions. Okay? So, it's a lot of freaking money. Alright? Um, you don't need that much to pay some Antifa Fox, or sorry, some Antifa, you know, um, agents to put on some gear and have some pepper spray and have, you know, makeshift fields, like uh, shields. These are not people, and, and pay for some airfare. I mean, think about, if you had a billion dollars, would you ever worry about a cent ever again in your life? Would you ever worry about affording a plane ticket? Just the interest in different accounts can yield plenty of result. And I'm sure Iran's kicking in money, and I'm sure China's kicking in money for the bigger things. The point I'm making is this. Okay, that money is going to those organizations, and here's what I think. The Democrats have been signaling this now for a while. Hillary just came out and said, don't accept the election under um, results under any cost. That was her blatant message to Joe Biden, as if she was speaking to him through the video camera. Who she's really speaking to is tens of millions of Americans that won't accept the election results. Now, most of those people are not going to go out and riot and burn things, but there's certainly a good cabal of them that will. Then Kamala Harris came out. This is the person who is the running mate of Joe Biden coming out and saying that it's not going to stop, and it shouldn't stop. You have Joy Reid coming out and say things. Who's a who's a um, a um, you know a journalist, right? A reporter. You have um, uh, Kamala Harris saying that, like I said, that these are not going to end, and they shouldn't end. You have Ayanna Presley saying, "Take to the streets and get violent." You have Maxine Waters months ago saying things. You have the result is that a sitting U.S. senator was shot at a baseball game and was lucky to survive. That was already, like, a year ago. We've already forgotten about that. Like, as if that's nothing. That was a Bernie supporter. Probably would be a Biden supporter. Okay, so, tons of violence being perpetrated. 
But that's not the issue. The issue is that these leftists have been planning this for decades. This is not new. This is the weather underground. This is Solinsky. This is communism and fascism. And they have not just one, but several kill switches. What do I mean by that? I mean that when Donald Trump wins the presidency in a landslide, they're going to um, um, give the uh, order and execute a kill switch, which will be some kind of cataclysmic um, um, event. Whether that will be a virus unleashed, whether that will be anthrax, whether that will be Ebola, whether that will be another, another, you know, another uh, version of COVID uh, pandemic to get everyone all panicked and crazy and, and blame Trump. What I think, and what I think that either they've been told, meaning he's been told, or people have been told, or they haven't been told, but I think that what we saw in Beirut was not an accident, necessarily. I think that it was done in order to send a message. Because if there are stores of ammonium nitrate in one or more mid-sized or large or extra-large American city, and someone calls in to say, Hey, Bill Barr. Hey, Billy Boy. Just so you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, A, B, and C are going to be detonated. And you don't, clearly, from that video that we saw, you don't need a nuclear device or a chemical device. Well, it's chemical, but you don't need a chemical, you don't need a biological agent to uh, devastate a city. And the havoc that that, re- that, that would create obviously the loss of life, the people maimed, the loss of hospitals, the loss of housing, the immediate number of people potentially in the millions that could be uh, homeless and uh, now refugees in their own country. And that is my fear that that is the kill switch. Obviously, the Democrats might even have, you know, who knows if they have access or ability to some kind of crude nuclear or biological device. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe they release a biological device with that. But ammonium nitrate is something that would, I think, be very, very hard to detect. Could be in a building someone owns, right? Someone who's on their side or could be in, in a building. It may not be as much as was in a warehouse in Beirut. Might not be that many tons of it. Could be that you have smaller caches in several different parts of the city. Um, so... Um, there's a lot of different possibilities there. They could be at a port. Uh, they could be at a near a military installation, even if they're not close by. We saw that that devastated Beirut for um, certainly uh, uh, tens of miles in each direction was total destruction, and it was felt, I think, over over a hundred kilometers away. I could be wrong about that, but I think it was the, the explosion was felt. Um, I, you know, no one's even reporting on it. It's like it happened, and now the media is completely asleep about what's going on there, and. Don't get me wrong, Hezbollah would be only too happy to take credit for that. They'll be, it's not like anyone has to point fingers and it has to be some kind of collusion. They would say, yes, it was us. Obviously, they would face the wrath of the U.S. military as a result, but re- who really should face the wrath of the, of the uh, American military, should that happen, is 100% the left and 100% the Democrats, because I have zero doubt that if something like that happens before or after November 3rd, it is 100% Democratic, ultra-left um, planning, collusion, collaboration, 
and uh, treason. So we'll see. They may just say, oh my God, it was Antifa. And, pre and then President Trump will just be blamed by the media, by the Democrats, by Antifa. You let this happen. Look at us. We're on the street. We're this, we're that. And, 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 and in the pandemonium, there might be people that go along with that narrative. So that's my fear. There's a number of fears I have. I mean, I also have fears of just riots coming down my street and me having to, uh, to take action and react because someone's going to you know, set my place on fire with a, with a Molotov cocktail. Okay, so there's a lot of fears. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm going to cower in that fear. Being scared is one thing. Being, um, being um, inept or immobile or um, not being able to face that danger is another thing. Uh, but this is, this is a real possibility, um, and I think that Beirut was not simply an accident. I think Beirut was a warning. And whether Hezbollah meant to do that or not, I don't know. Could have been that it was a democratic, you know, leftist operative, that they knew it was there, and they're like, we're going to send a message. But I think that Hezbollah might have um, multiple depots around the U.S., and they've done it with the help of people and been planning this for um, a very long time. A very long time could be years, could be even longer. Um, as you know, it may not be such a stable, um, may not be the most stable thing to keep somewhere. Not, we're not really sure how that got ignited. The fireworks factory next door, yada, 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 doesn't really matter. So that's my hypothesis. It is a conspiracy hypothesis because guess what? Humans conspire. That's why we watch Game of Thrones. That's why we watch um, all different TV shows. That's uh, why we are tuned in and enamored with um, twists and turns and plots and mysteries. Because people conspire. People have this notion that a conspiracy theory is a kooky duke kind of thing. But it's not. Because that's what humans have done since the beginning of spoken language. Even before. So, um, I really hope that we are safe and guarded. And that any kind of plot like this, we're able to sniff out and destroy before um, it hurts a lot of people. But I think that the Democrats have... They haven't thought through everything, clearly, because they can be beaten. But I think that they've been planning this um, coup and this uproar for a long time. And I feel like they're going to pull every stop they can before the next election because then they know that um, <clears throat> they're, they're, they're in the crosshairs and the crossfire's coming. right? They had, didn't they have an operation named Crossfire or some kind of like thing? Anyway, um, you know, they know that they're on their way down and they may just, they, the snowball may not be able to be stopped. The momentum may be too great. And I think a new party will be born, not from the Democrats, but from the more, let's say, centrist or, you know, the left, not the extreme left. And I think another party, I think that there may wind up being a more organic um, political landscape in the United States if the Democratic Party crumbles. Because I don't think it will, that the U.S. will remain as like one party. Um, I think that we're too organic for that and that we will need some um, variety. Not necessarily temperance of the Republicans, but we got to remember the Republicans are part of the swamp. There are good people in there, certainly more people than the, than the Democratic Party because they're just not speaking up. Okay, yeah, there's a registered Democrat or two that are in the Senate, in the Congress, in their local... House, you know, in their local, uh, sorry, their local representative government, state government, but for the most part, they're a bunch of Weasley wolves. Um, but I think that in the end, meaning within a few years, 
there'll be some other people that start some um, alternative movements and parties that that are specifically geared for government, not for outside government, not non-government organizations, but actually government uh, parties that will then gain some some followings because you know because um, also people might prefer to be a you know a bigger fish in a smaller pond, right? You can lead a party rather than being a small person in a party. And even the whole system of having to raise money to be on a committee, you know, to get your face and to get your status out there, things like that, having to do these payoffs to the more senior members or the more powerful members of the party, it's so it's so dirty. It's so corrupt. I don't care if Republicans are doing it. It's disgusting. It should be the most qualified people that have experience or can gain experience or have the Time, wherewithal, commitment. Okay, there's there needs to be a different. The system needs to be overhauled, and there need to be term limits. And once term limits come, and there's enough people to vote for that to vote themselves out, then there will be real change. Anyway, that's for another discussion. This is what I think is a danger. I don't know if they've, you know, either um, alerted people in the government that this is the next step. If things get too crazy, you know, why they would, why they would. Um, uh, not flag themselves, but why they would show their hand, I don't know. Um, certainly it's not something that, that, that the government, like Trump or, or any kind of uh, security agency would tell the people. It's too scary, too foreboding. Um, and you'd probably have a mass exodus from a lot of cities. But I think that this is possible. And, and it's, you know, it's unnerving. Let's hope it doesn't. Thanks for tuning in. Another longer one. I'm going to try and get back to that 10, 11, 12 minute range. But it's been hard lately, and um, I hope I'm, I'm not taking too much of your time. These are still short. Maybe I go longer form and I change the format, but until I, uh, until I have the, uh, the breath for that and I, until I have the interest for that, we'll stick to this. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in to Mike Vetch. I'll be back soon. Have a great one.